Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Alexander on the skip, got it to the corner, and an open look for three for Mason Miller, his 12th three of the year. Early fouls, just so active. On the road, you can't do it. Nemhard for three, and the largest lead for Creighton at seven. Three and a half minutes to play, and you can't allow Creighton to stay comfortable up six. Shireman, another! Michigan punt. Goodness, what a turn of events. Wilcher trying to squelch that run, and he does with a three. That's big. Oh, go from recent. Good defense by Williams. Williams has played really well on both ends of the floor. With the scoop at the rim. It's Thursday morning here on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking in my chair, what to talk about first? He's Damon Benning. I'm, at, I'm Andrew Rogers, and we are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club, and I mean that. 888-638-4876. I really do mean, what are we going to talk about first? Does it begin with, you know, I wake up this morning and see uh, one of the bigger blockbuster trades of the year in the NBA. Is it? College basketball, college hoops with both local teams on the hardwood last night, excluding UNO. Is it the Metro Coaches Conference, which is probably most intriguing to me. There is so much to get to on the show, and we promise to cover every bit of it. And, uh, you know, it's a perfect time to set up the show, too, because for lack of a better term, I don't normally do that. That's a lot. Not in time. It's a lot going on. Brandon Vogel comes our way at 7.45. We will talk to him um, about all things Nebraska sports. We'll talk to Mitch Sherman at 8 o'clock, top of the hour. Uh, he wrote a pretty nice piece on Dylan Rayola a couple of days ago. You know, it's uh, interesting. I, 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 we, we weren't going to do it. And we also spoke that into existence yesterday. Right, we weren't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, ah, you know, he's making the radio rounds. And I don't. Full disclosure, like, you probably don't know this about me. Like, if we don't go early, I'm probably not going to want to do it because I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. But when it comes to Mitch Sherman, who cares? And I think we have a – he and I have a different relationship than he does with a lot of other people in the area. And I think we can take it a different direction than some of the obvious, right? Especially knowing Dom, uh, Donnie – and I don't know Dylan Big as well, but guy. well, I mean, just knowing the family and Yvonne, who doesn't get near enough run, I think in this whole in this whole process, uh, we we're overlooking that. And so I, I'm like, okay. And plus, Mitch's daughter appears to be pretty bright, so we're gonna follow her lead. <laughs> talk and talk to dad. 
Uh, and what else do we have? We have Brian Edwards at 845. We'll Are do we going to try to make some money? I'm going to hope, man. Money, I mean, money, money. Miserable last weekend. Was it? Um, oh, yeah. We don't even have to get into that. No, and then no. the sports six-pack at 830. We have your <laughs> questions, and uh, we will answer those. And if you want anything else answered, send them in. Maybe we'll replace one. Yeah. If you like your question more, send them in. You can find us. Uh, well, right now we're on 590 ESPN Omaha. We are 1480 ESPN Lincoln. We are live on Twitter and YouTube. And I'll tell you what, if you comment on YouTube, if you comment on YouTube, that's where I tend to see the questions more. So if you have a question you don't want to call in, head over to YouTube, comment it that way. I get a lot of DMs. Yeah, that is probably DB's thing. But it's very, very hard sometimes, full disclosure, to manage them, for me to keep up. So I'll keep them on, on, like I'll, I can alert myself little blue dot. Like if I haven't read them and, and I typically try to get to them because it's a long, long day yesterday, right? With a sick kiddo and picking up kids to and from school and multiple games to watch and was surprised by, I wasn't surprised, surprised attendee of the Metro Coaches Clinic because I wasn't going to go. So I had to come home. I'm walking you, what time is it, about 9.30? Yeah, roughly. And I'm, and I'm screenshotting you different points in the basketball game because I'm like, there's so much in this thing. I, You know, according to some, you know, this is one of those jobs where you don't do a ton of show prep. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not one bit, not a lick. Just kind of roll out of the rack and get to it. But <laughs> there were so many interesting things going on simultaneously. So, and Micah comes in the kitchen, and he's like, is this live? It's like, first of all, yep. go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but we're, like, they're playing no, in Las Vegas. It's like 9.30, no. because <laughs> um, and, and he goes, oh, because Nebraska played Michigan earlier, and I was like, bro, think about it. They play a doubleheader. And then I, because, well, five minutes earlier, he saw me watching Creighton, because I was going back and forth, because in my head, I was like, wow, both teams, one the team we were rooting for, the other, the opponent, started to pull away about the same point in both games. So now it's just going back mm-hmm. looking at weird things. like, And uh, so, of course, you don't go to bed for a long time. And, man, I'm not a note guy. You know this. You sit next to me almost every oh, day. Oh, yeah. You show up and you have a notepad. So there are so many things that I wrote down from this coach's clinic that I was like, how are we going to get this in, hoops, and the NBA trade? And I know what people are saying, except for Joel Lorenzi, who's, who added me already over me changing my avatar. <laughs> uh, how are we going to get in the NBA? And people are like, oh, I don't care about, about, the about the NBA. NBA. <laughs> Which, hey, I'm one of you. <laughs> I care about the NBA. I'm one of them. <laughs> but, hey, it's, it's Do you moments you've got to talk I about. Am, you like baseball, too? Because if you weren't a baseball guy and we were going to have to dance around baseball during baseball season. you imagine? I was going to have to that's, fight you. That's the long season. <laughs> like, that's the long one. But, Drew Down, we have to – it's KYA, right? you got to know your audience. I don't know mm-hmm. how uh, – you know, I don't know if in a – will live local radio carry baseball discussion but we'll we'll sprinkle it in because i think both of us have a passion for it oh yeah well and when it when it comes to the nba as much as people want to say they don't really care what's going on they do they like to know what's going on because other people in conversation will bring it up especially when it comes to the bigger names in basketball yeah. and one they being don't Katie. call travel they another don't one being Kyrie. Defense. i'm not watching it all right then buddy
I don't want to do any impersonations because Hater John. Remember I told you about Jay Rich? Great yes. guy. Supports almost everything I do. Just a hater, though. Doesn't like, nothing's good. Doesn't, uh, impersonations aren't good. And, Are you serious? I hate your food takes, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, with friends like you, who needs enemies? He's an eternal pessimist. Sure thing. Man. <laughs> Write that down. Like, come on, Jay Rich. So, let's not invite him to breakfast. Well, I'm not going to come. Well, I'm going to come anyway just to spite you. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't like the menu. What's on the menu? All right, Jay Rich. Just make him think he wins. It's what hockey dads do, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of hockey, we this weekend, big, What's up, Doc? Se- big series for Omaha yeah. as they take on Colorado College. If they win, or sweep, I should say, if they sweep, it'll be the first time at Baxter Arena that Omaha hosts a Omaha. playoff game. How about um, Mr. Forward Thinker, Athletic Director Adrian? Getting Gab's contract done early. <laughs> As he should. In the summer. <laughs> Which is funny because when you think about what they went through last season and the turnover they had to overcome, you're buying into a guy Listen. that is dealing with a bunch of new faces. And it's like, does that – when is the right time to extend a contract? Is it at the beginning of that? Or is it like, let's wait and see how he does with this new group? But it was Adrian thought the first option. Like, you know hey. how authentic he is and how real that was? And I think we'll get into authentic here in a minute with this coach's clinic. But So you, I told you we grabbed a bite to eat last week. I mean, we just talking about a multitude of things. I just like picking his brain because I think. Did he have a spotted cow with lunch? He loves himself some spotted no, cow. No, it was uh, just water. I think I was the only one that had anything different because my buddy went uh, who handles a lot of but you have juice, my difficult documents. Milk. Club soda. Oh. Hater. <laughs> Friggin' Jay Rich. Um, chocolate milk? <laughs> I don't like chocolate. What? Heck no. Get out of town. Uh, he's. They were kind of doing the, you know, whatever, negoti- just talking through the contract, wanting to get at him early. And, and Adrian was basically saying, hey, listen, you know, I want to have some patience. I know you're growing the program. And he said Gab stopped him dead in his tracks. And he's like... I think we got a chance to be pretty good this year. In the summer, Gab's and that's Gab's that. mentality. No matter who's <laughs> on the team, I was like, really? I feel like he could have a team. So he knew the defense was going to shore up thing. a little bit. He's going to get pretty savvy behind the pipes, and apparently so. That was in the summer. So so good on both those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm 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 team team Adrian. Good meeting point, but. You know, before, and I, I think I like talking to people that are smarter than me, that look eighty thousand times younger than me. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude is hitting the fountain of youth. Looks like he's ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> I listened to you his would vernac- not think he's. An I listened to his director. vernacular and I was like, hey, he's not a kid. He's pretty smart. He just looks he's so, twelve. He's so cool too. Oh, for sure. Like his charisma my, is. Cool. My man was rocking the jeans and the blazer. I'm telling you, that's what he does, and his shoe game. <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to. Oh, I would. If I saw you. <laughs> oh, wearing, I know you would. Because I would be like, come on, bro. Like well, the first five days we were on each other. Do you ever wear the same pair of shoes two days in a row? Speaking I like, of, I haven't seen these uh, white 270s. I don't wear them too much because they're white. But I, whatever. Speaking of white, Tony White was at the coaches conference. He's so good. Uh, yesterday evening. So good. Did you just hear some? That's Shane uploading. Up, uploading. Oh. 
I was like, uh, I felt like somebody was hiding in the corner over there. Their alarm's going off. Full disclosure, this may take 18 segments. I've been to a ton of these. I'll, I'll be at one in Minnesota mm-hmm. here in a, in a month, right? Go to a ton of clinics. This one last night, and I'm not, I don't have to validate that. I think people know me. I, I'd rather be right than well like, so I'm not going to tell you anything mm-hmm. I don't believe. Without question, the best Nebraska-led Metro Coaches Clinic we've had. For a multitude. And it doesn't shock me. For like, a mu- that does not shock me. For a multitude of reasons. Even when Coach Callahan came, because if you get the head coach, it's pretty legit, right? So Coach Callahan came, we didn't get any staff. When Bo was there, we got a couple staff, we didn't get Coach P, and then vice versa. Um, coach Riley was hit a little bit by COVID. He, I think he wanted to do it, but um, the second year, something happened with – with who we got. And then Coach Frost's first year was our last year at Champions Club. We got Austin, Held came. Uh, Coach Lubick, was, that was his first year coming after Walters was let go. But we didn't get the head coach. So it was kind of different. Last night, you got the head man, your OC, your DC, support staff, of course, Ed Foley. Because you can't go anywhere without Ed Foley. I just, I, I, he, he had our, well, I should say the other way around. Our special teams coordinator, Doc Morvek, had Ed Foley like hemmed up in the corner. I felt bad. I'm like, these are two big brain guys that are going to be back there talking about mental edge for whatever. And they were Ed, talking about food the whole time? Uh, he did say, he did when he was addressing the crowd. He's like, yeah, we'll take some food takes. But it's just good. You know, I got to, I got the chance to see some guys that I um, don't mm-hmm. don't always get to see. Um, saw Coach Martin, my former coach, and Coach O'Neill, and that staff at North, so that was good. Gave Coach Huffman a big old hug. Talked to Coach Yonk at prep. Right. I think it drives people crazy that Coach Huffman and I are, are buds, but – it's my friend, man. Like, I don't care if you guys are mad at him because he has playmakers in purple. I just, you know, he didn't have the flat bill on last night. He was he was cl- clean shaven, old Coach Huffman. So it's all good. By the way, you know who has great hair? Coach Yonk at prep has great hair. A full head of wavy, pretty gray hair. I'm like, dang, man. Thanks for adding in gray. I'm sure he really likes that. He's a, he's, he'd look great. He sits in the back, kind of minds his own business. He's a super. But do you dude. like gaze over at him and you picture him on Pegasus with his hair and flowing and in the wind? It's such <laughs> blasphemy too, being a West Side guy. That I like. I have an affinity for two head coaches at prep. Right? It's like, yeah, not well, just you. Watch your mouth out, young man. I'm cool though. I love my staff. I think it's a family thing over in the Penn team Lamonti, team Sakura, team Alverson at West Side. You know, I'm happy that you broke down previous coaching clinics because last night when you sent me the photo of rule actually there i'm like dude call me oblivious call me uneducated uninformed caught napping whatever you want to say like is it common for the head coach to be there because i i say typical i knew that frost was someone that never really wanted to do something like that atypical and so I'm I'm happy you broke that down because it, it then led me into thinking about what we talked about with Sam on Monday and what we heard from Tepper last week about talking about Rule being a CEO. Mm-hmm. And 
it made me think even deeper and uh-huh. further down the road because not only is he a CEO for his people, he's a CEO for the state. Yeah. Like, let, let's be real here. Educating high school coaches and making them honorary extensions of the Nebraska football program. He's taking the baseball approach. He's building a farm system. He teaches those that teach his future. Like, <laughs> say, let me say that one more time. He's teaching those that teach his future. I didn't even tell you this. Do you know what he said last night to the high school coaches? He said, you guys are the last line of defense before they get to college coaches. He said, I don't care if you're UNK, if you're UNL, if you're Northwest Missouri State. You're the last line of defense. And he had a ton of great lines, but he dropped this little nugget to the high school coaches. He said, and here's the deal. I get to coach who I want to. We, we, get, we get the best of the best. We, we get to pick. He said, you guys get to coach who comes to you, meeting them right where you're at. I have a special place in my heart for high school coaches. My dad was not only a preacher, he was a high school coach. And the room, you just kind of got the sense that it was like all in. And then he dropped this little chicken nugget. Practice is wide open. I love football. I don't care if it's the Thursday before Michigan or the Wednesday before Minnesota. We want you around our program. You want to come to strength and conditioning? 6 a.m., come to strength and conditioning. You want to come to 7 on 7? Come to 7 on 7. Bring your kids. Don't bring your kids in their phone. I want to be around football, guys. So be worried about football. But br- I just was Football's like. Football's church. I, th- th- there was, a, there, again, multitude of things. I'm glad we have multiple segments. Hopefully we can get to Creighton and Nebraska basketball. But Hey, that's what the morning dumps for, too. Listen, it was, it was unbelievable. And how many head coaches just hand out, just save their number out? That's loud? what I was going to ask you next because something you said, you know, to me earlier this morning, it was, hey, you know, he just kind of like threw his number around, like hey, he's like, hey, like, I'm nine eight zero, and I'm, and he said like it a so high school girl wanting attention. That's no, that's Matt Rule. Just he throwing said his it so around. smooth. I'm guessing half the room missed it. Well, because they are captivated yeah. by what he's saying up there. there. There's no question he went through the philosophy. He talked mission versus purpose, uh, what they're about, his learning paradigm, which looks a lot like Maslow's hierarchy when you get to a spot where it's like auto-response and memory and learning. He talked about where a, a multitude of coaches kind of gravitate towards and where they stay, they stand. So I don't know. I'd have to ask him if he wants me to tweet it out. But there's this, there's a, and I'm sure some other people are using it, right? But there's this phase. It's one, two, The four three. stages of learning? Pretty much, yes, because he's an education guy. And that, that's, that, that's what it was. And so he's talking about 
where coaches tend to gravitate and where they don't get better because the first part that he talked about was ignorance, right? Unconscious incompetence. I always tell you this. Why do I give grace? Because I think there's a difference between being stupid, choosing to make a choice (laughs) to not know (laughs) versus, hey, I just don't know what I know, right? Like conscious incompetence. Two, and he split it into mistakes and confusion. It was called, it's conscious incompetence. I kind of know. I don't have it quite mastered Mm yet. It's a little bit of a struggle. Do you notice how he spelled mistakes? Yeah. M-I-S-T-A-K-E-S. But he put a hyphen. I know. Because it's not only a mistake, it's a mistake. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really interesting. So you're just like carving through this bad boy. Uh Good on you. (laughs) Step three is conscious competence. You know about it, but you have to think about it. And he said, you know what? Do you know where most coaches gravitate towards? And three. We don't go to the to the memory. You know it well. You don't have to think about it. Unconscious. Unconscious competence. I would venture to say that even top of the charts, mastery, I bet Rule wouldn't even put him up there. He w- I bet he wouldn't put himself up there because then he wouldn't have room to grow himself. He would probably put himself on the border. He would never say, hey, I've done it. I've mastered it. Blown away. Just, you know, um, walked us through kind of what they're about. And he said a couple of things that I think we really, really try to do with our culture at the high school. He talked about common language. He says a lot of people want to fast forward to to the fruit. He said, but there's this part that you have to go through with common language and doing things the same way and understanding that everything counts. Everything counts. We dress the same. We wear the same things in the weight room, the regimen, 1% better every day. Like everything counts. How you keep your locker room. Some people, he calls it old school. I call it best practices. I really do. It's an educational term. Best practices. Like, you know, people always say, oh, you know, they, they get into politics. and like, oh, you know, conservative. And right. well, you know, uh, two-parent households tend to do better. Rate. Uh, listen, that's not, a, that's not a liberal or conservative thing. That's a, that's a best practices thing throughout history. Like, let's not give that, <laughs> let's not give that mm-hmm. a right or left. That's just, that's just best practices, right? Doesn't ensure success but more times than not. And that's how I kind of felt about with, with the coaching thing. And he's talking about common language. And he said, you know what? Common language builds discipline. It holds you accountable when people deliver consistency in the message using the same verbiage. It sound, listen, it sounds elementary. These are things that we try to practice. I just don't know why people don't do it. But you have to be super secure to administer these kinds of philosophies. Can't be looking over your shoulder, which is why I love what Coach Brown said about he's just fearless. And you, I think you have to be like that in this job. Because they. Need, I said it for anybody that's ever heard me for 10 years. I said this program needs discipline. 
It's not a talent thing. The talent thing will help, but it needs discipline. You know, you talk about the conversation of elementary. Everybody in life wants to surround themselves with somebody that's smarter than them. You would think. But and, and it, deep down, like, even if you think you're the smartest person in the room, like, there is probably something in, deep inside of you that is, hey, Wouldn't I'm battling a, a left and right uh, tug-of-war match of, hey, I, I need to surround myself with, like, people that think like me or think more than me. And the best thinkers break it down at an elementary angle. We'll continue this conversation next.